about it. TV2, you're gonna scream and shout it. TV2, just sit back and relax. It's your favorite 90s cartoon podcast. TV2. Hey, everybody, and welcome to TV Tunes, our first episode. Yeah, hey. <laughs> The guest said something. Yeah, before we even got to introduce ourselves. This is our first episode. Yeah, so we don't know what we're doing, guys, so it's great. Uh, Don't Uh, say that. Well, technically we don't. Yeah, but... Strong start, guys. Everybody's super confident We're trying to convince people to come back to this. They're giving up on us in the first 15 seconds. It's perfect. Uh, And now our guest, I see, too, is like... Oh, should I make any noise or should no, no, I not? No, 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 no. He should stay silent at least until we introduce ourselves. Yes, you are not here. And what we're doing here today. <laughs> yeah. uh, as you know, by reading the, the description for this podcast, hopefully, otherwise you just randomly downloaded it, which thank you if you did. Yeah, That'd thanks. Be great. That's great. Uh, be sure to rate and review. I too. like you as a person. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan too. Um, TB Tunes, uh, we're basically just going to, Nicole and I, we should introduce ourselves. Nicole and John. Yes. John and Nicole. John and Nicole. Uh, Nicole and John. We'll, Both. It'll be well, a power yeah, struggle yeah, yeah. throughout this entire thing. We'll very much hate each other, talk over each other, yeah. and, you know, try to make you vote for who should stay on the island. Yeah, it'll be on the Facebook page. We'll put up a poll. It'll be great. It'll be great, guys. Anyway, hey, I'm Nicole, <laughs> and... I'm John. And we're here to talk about cartoons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we are huge fans of old, uh, just 90s and older and sooner tunes. Basically, all of the cartoons of your youth, if you are between the ages of 19 and 40. Yeah, we'll go 40. 40's yeah. good. 40's good. That'll get through the, like, the 70s and yeah. 80s. Yeah, that's perfect. So if you're a fan of those cartoons, then you're in the right place, because we're here to geek out about them. Yeah, we're here to exploit your nostalgia, guys. That's yeah. what we're doing. We're just following <laughs> Hollywood's path. Uh, so basically, Nicole and I, every two weeks, are going to binge watch <laughs> an entire season of old cartoons, and then we're going to bring on super fans that are comedians, animators, voice actors. People in the animation industry, people not in the animation industry, people we find on the street. Funny people and homeless people that you will enjoy hearing geek out about and their favorite you'll cartoons. You'll be surprised how much that uh, Venn diagram crosses over. Yeah, especially with the homeless. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All they do is talk about 90s cartoons every time I see them. So, first cartoon? Uh, the Powerpuff Power Girls. Powerpuff Girls. I like how we <laughs> you caught on no with reason me to do as that. I cut my hands on the microphone so you can hear me better. Uh, Today's guest is a man. (laughs) I would agree with that. (laughs) Yeah. And I think he would, too. Uh, He (laughs) has a short coming up with Nickelodeon that's going to be very exciting. Ooh. Um, Trevor Reese. Yay! I can finally talk. (laughs) Welcome to the room. Thank Thank you you for coming on. Oh, my gosh. I have so much that I wanted to say while that intro was happening, so I'm just going to backtrack and just comment. No, No, it's not too bad. I imagine my hope for you guys for this podcast is that you have, like, a discovery like that homeless guy with the golden voice a few years ago. Uh-huh. Like that's what I hope for this. Oh, podcast, we are eventually. It's what's launch, way ahead of launch him. someone's career. He we did will not both... have all of this equipment to record. We no. do. Uh, he will have it though, because we're both going to be replaced uh, oh. after the first. I was hoping I was the man with the golden voice. You will be, no, but you have to. Like the homeless guy, you because you guys are saying you're going to bring homeless. I was people, referring like... to myself. You will be, but you will no longer be Nicole at that point. You yeah. will be in full costume. <laughs> yes, and it'll be great. You'll be lost. Uh, that yeah. transformation will be fun for me and fun for you guys if you stick around and keep listening to us. <laughs> On a completely audio podcast. <laughs> yeah. So guys, just tune in for it instead of listening to us talk about nostalgic stuff. Alright, uh, well how about let's talk about what everyone's memories of Powerpuff Girls were. Like, how did that into, enter your life? Yeah, Trevor. How did um, you like them? Well, I like, I mean, I love cartoons like I, selling my cartoon to nick has been like a dream come true because i've always like loved cartoons what like, was that cartoon um it's called cupcakery of doom uh-huh. um it's about two super villains a bear and a mouse and they take <laughs> over their town with a cupcake shop nice um sounds like silver lake yeah <laughs> i feel like that would happen in silver lake now yeah i think so they're, they're gonna have some hippie trendy um like gluten-free pretty uh, much cupcakes they're yeah. taking over i mean it's basically sprinkles yeah that's what it is <laughs> um 
It's it's a dramatization of the rise of sprinkles. Like, you guys like the base, made like a joke. Social network. But I'm buying in. I I love sprinkles. So. Fuck so you. do I. No, come on. Well, it's I mean, fine. We're sponsored by Sprinkles, so oh, it's fine. Yeah, good. We love Sprinkles here. Yeah, we love Sprinkles. Sprinkles, please send us cupcakes. Thank you. <laughs> but also, we live in a magical time because when we were watching these cartoons, we didn't have individual cupcakes available for sale at places. No. Like now we have that ability to do so. so we have we vending machines with yeah. cupcakes. Yeah. And ATMs. Thank you. So, thank you, Sprinkles. Um, 2016, where the world finally <laughs> comes together. TV uh, so, yeah. uh, Powerpuff um, Girls. Well, yeah. I loved uh, Dexter's Lab. Um, yes, uh, so Gany much. T- yeah, Gendy Tartakovsky is like my, he, he's like my idol. He's one of my, uh, like, heroes. And it, he, there was, there was a, like, a day where his name was floated around that maybe he could um, maybe direct the short. Uh-huh. But then everyone's just like, oh, wait, no, he has huge movies to direct, and he has all sorts of other things that he's not going to come direct this short. Yeah. Um, I was just like, oh, my gosh. But um, <laughs> but Craig McCracken, he started at, uh, at Dexter's Lab, and mm-hmm. so um, I kind of, like, knew some of the people. Um, like, I mean, I paid attention to who was, like, making the shows, and so when I noticed that Craig McCracken was on it and now doing Powerpuff Girls, then also Powerpuff Girls had Gendy Tartakovsky working on it, I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I'm fully on board. Mm-hmm. But I also remember, like, because I watched, like, the What a Cartoon, like, shorts. So, like, it was cool. Like, some of these shows, like, it kind of got to... You got to see them, like, evolve from, like, an, a short, um, like, four or five minutes on the network. It became um, a series. A series. Yeah. And so it was really cool. Like, I remember watching all those little individual shorts and then seeing them progress into series. And Powerpuff mm-hmm. Girls wasn't, at first, known as Powerpuff Girls. It Whoop. was known as the Whoop-Ass Girls. I like that name. But it's a it's good name. <laughs> it's not great for um, you know children's television exactly. Well, have you no. seen? The, have you seen it? I have not watched the original. I, I watched it, it. I watched it this morning. It's awesome. Oh, it is. like it's it's literally what's cool about it is it's the whole thing. Like, was it with Fuzzy Lumpkins? No, it, um, it's with the Gangrene Gang. Mm-hmm. Is in the credits. Like, mm-hmm. it's a sort of similar credits to what they have um, in the show now. Uh-huh. But then it's against the Amoeba Boys. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I think Fuzzy Lumpkins must have been in another one. He was, I think, in the. From what I remember reading, he was in the first, like, uh, I think, like before the pilot. Okay. Um, well, yeah, because the one I watched was like from '92. Yeah. So like, it would have been from that same era. Mm-hmm. But it was so crazy because it's like. It's there. Mm-hmm. It's just the target audience is college kids as opposed to, uh, like, normal, like, 8 to 10-year-old kids. Yeah. And Which so... Is, it's, I was that demographic when it came out. Oh, and it was so perfect. Uh, <laughs> ripe old age of 7 years old. <laughs> and I remember watching that show and it finally maybe clicking for me that... Um, yeah, I could be a badass, like, superhero chick, but also mm-hmm. still be into girly stuff. Yeah. And that's, I love that that's uh, what that show did. You don't really, you didn't really get to see that at that time. Yeah, no, that was not the norm. Yeah. Yeah, especially coming up, I don't know, I was huge into Nickelodeon at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my channel. Uh, but then I remember Powerpuff and Dexter and just seeing that alternate, like, animation style and just being like, ooh, this is different than everything yeah. else I've been watching. Yeah. And yeah. I love this. Uh, well, because they had, like... Because the only thing that really was very distinctly different is, like, Red and Stimpy from the old Nicktoon yeah. stuff. Like, everything else, you could sort of... Like, you have, like, the class, uh, Class B Chupo look of, like, Rugrats and then, like, yeah. Doug. And so, like, there's a little bit different stuff. But, like, Courage and Edward is doing, like... Curse of Coward to the Dog and like yeah. Cow and Chicken, like really taking their animation like different places. Yeah. And the style of Powerpuff Girls is so great. It was like a cross between pop art and anime, and mm-hmm. it's just it. My eyes, my childlike eyes, loved it. Oh yeah, they ate it right up. Yeah, it was it, like all those influences wrapped up in like a Hanna Barbera shell. Yeah, yeah. It looked so. It was because I remember like starting off with Nick and then just. Getting into, like, anime and, like, DBZ and just being that kid who, like, every Tuesday went into, like, Suncoast videos. Just like, (laughs) oh, do we have the imports so I can just buy the videos of DBZ and I can just waste time on these filler episodes? Uh, And just seeing, like, that... Because it was, like, the new step. Because DBZ was still, like, an old... I mean, it was, like... It was old by that point. Yeah. 
Uh, and it just had like that old look to it, but it, it felt like Nickelodeon in Japan. <laughs> uh, and it had that, like, it just felt like an evolution that was incorporating like anime, like things with like, like the dashes that the Powerpuff Girls would do. It yeah. just felt so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. And like, another thing is, um, another show that maybe had like a female focus at the time mm-hmm. did come out of, I think it's Japan, uh, Sailor mm-hmm. Moon. Yeah. But that one was so girly, and also it was kind of driven by these young women's emotions and stuff like that. Yeah. It it didn't really play that well for me. Yeah, it didn't resonate as much. So what I was missing was there? Thing, yeah, though. it was definitely a cultural yeah. thing. Well, I think that one also, it's it's almost almost like the inverse of Powerpuff Girls, mm-hmm. where that mm-hmm. one I think was. And I could be, like, misstating here, but I think it was more like he wanted to do, like, a fun, like, soap opera soap yeah. thing yeah. and then wrap that in, like, this crazy action-y thing. And uh, Powerpuff Girls is, like, the opposite. It's, like, crazy action wrapped up in this cutesy, adorable package. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's where sort of the disconnect happens is the mm-hmm. inverse of that. Yeah. But um, it's not to say that, like, Powerpuff Girls was lacking in the emotion department. No. Or, like, no, no, no. any of that. Like, that there Mojo was... Jojo episode was ridiculous. <laughs> so, which Rewatching episode specifically? That. Just talking about his backstory. Yeah. I'm just like, what do you do? What? This is crazy. <laughs> or I... even in the very first episode when uh, the professor is putting the girls to sleep, mm-hmm. and then you see him slowly, like, crumple away as he walks away mm-hmm. into his bed all alone and he oh, turns God. over yeah. and it's just an empty bed and you can tell they're implying that he maybe was married at some point or or at least he's very lonely or he wanted a giant bed it could have been either one <laughs> we just don't know guys yeah. we just don't know but then going into the whole sedusa thing yeah. was just ridiculous to rewatch oh man that's like, like messed uh, up like i was i was older than you when i was watching powerpuff and everything glossed over me with like story yeah. yeah i'm just like oh this is just really cool and it's cool having like you know strong female like leads for it because i'm i grew up on sailor moon too uh i was a big fan of tuxedo mask i mean who wasn't what a <laughs> i wanted to be babe him. yeah and yeah. then i watched uh, a lesser known like sailor moon feeling ripoff of like card captor sakura <laughs> oh, I remember uh, yeah i really wanted to go as that like main guy yeah. that was uh in the like green yeah, the weird looking. Yeah, the suits. asshole guys like I know about card capturing, yeah. but I'm not actually card capturing. Like exactly. Care. Yeah, no, I wanted to be him for Halloween <laughs> one year because um, I was normal. Uh, yeah, no, just it, Powerpuff was like the perfect thing to like hit me at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so good. And like, not only it had all of this girly stuff, but mm-hmm. like the action was, was still crazy. real good. Oh like, yeah. I think it was a, it was a show that was, like was unapologetically action. girly, but also was able to get almost every audience on yeah. board. It had it was it was like Dragon Ball Z fighting, yeah, of just like knocking somebody like thirty feet into a crater. Yeah. Oh yeah, just everything was like giant like Akira level explosions. Yeah. Like that's something I took from my short. Like we have like a Powerpuff Girls level explosion mm-hmm. in it, like the <laughs> energy ball kind of explosion <laughs> sort of thing. Uh-huh. And yeah, like that was cool. Like. What was so cool is, like, they definitely, as much as it was, like, this funny little girl show, is that they took that stuff seriously. Yeah. They're just like, we're not going to, like, make fun of it. We're not going to do anything. Because they obviously all love the source material that they're getting into and and everything. And Mm -hmm. so they were just so um, truthful to that. And just really just, we're not going to, like, try and make it funny. We're just going to be really honest. Like, it's cool action. Like, it is on the level of, like, Dragon Ball Z at times. Yeah. It's ridiculously good. And it holds up. That's what I love about it yeah. too. Just binge watching this again <laughs> was just like not all, like it didn't just blow my mind with like the stories that I had just glossed over. Yeah, but the look of it. Yeah, it was just still really like nice and pleasant to watch, and like it blew me away. Uh, yeah, and then seeing how it's it's interesting, like comparing it to what it is now. Yeah, uh, and it's just it's cool to see that they've still retained like a good amount of, like, nostalgia for the look, too. Yeah. Um, Like, you can tell that everything's a little bit more... Everything's a little puffier. Like, it's a little rounder. Mm -hmm. That was something that I hadn't... I hadn't really appreciated until, like, the reboot happened. You sort of see the different 
uh, looks. But yeah, because like Professor Utonium and like the mayor are a little bit rounder. Like mm-hmm. I think they sort of chopped off his like square jaw, like right mm-hmm. angle jaw. He's a little bit rounder. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you could definitely um, they de- like I think the action looks a little bit better now, obviously because mm-hmm. it's been 15 years, and yeah. so the animation has gotten that much better. And so that's one cool thing about seeing the reboot is that they're able to just do so much more with mm-hmm. the animation style and go a little bit crazier. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, because and that's I think that's what the reboot's good for is you can sort of it gives you a base to sort of compare and contrast what was good about it, what's like, and also like what's essential Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. That's also helpful to know. It's like now you have a completely like to its for good or ill, it's a whole different team mm-hmm. making it, and so you can see like, all right, well, what was it that people were taking from Powerpuff Girls? What was it that Craig McCracken was putting out there that people were responding to mm-hmm. and wanted to continue to move forward? Yeah. Um, and definitely, like, the action is even crazier this time around. And it's also cool. I mean, we know a bunch of people are, that are working on it, too. Yeah. yeah. And it's interesting seeing mm-hmm. how fans who grew up mm-hmm. loving Powerpuff Girls are now create their own, yeah. like, new version of it. That's always cool to see of yeah. just like fans. Yeah, it's like the next generation that loved it before is yeah. kind of writing their love letter to it now. Yeah. And that's cool. And that can be tricky too. Yeah. Because it's just like, you're like, oh, I love this so much, I don't want to ruin it. Yeah. And how do I like not create something that's too far off uh, and its own thing that's just going to get hated? And it's weird finding that balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, even with the voices too. I yeah, like that was one thing. Like I hadn't. It's it's especially jarring because it seems all the male voices and all the other secondary characters are the same. Uh-huh. Um, which I mean isn't too hard because I think half of them are Tom Kenny just in general. So <laughs> if you got him Everybody's back, you have all voices round and out the cast. Yeah. Are Tom Kenny? Pretty um, much. Pretty much. Uh, but yeah, like it's definitely. You sort of, I think, I appreciate what they brought to the table now that we hear a new generation of them and hear what uh, mm-hmm. yeah. people are bringing to it and what they hear, heard from it. Yeah. Um, I think the one that I felt, I, the deceptively, uh, like, more versatile voice, I think, is Bubbles. Mm-hmm. Like, and that, I think that, that's, that's probably the biggest detriment to the new series is, like, not having Tara Strong because mm-hmm. she's such an asset as of... She's, like, up there with Tom Kenny, like, in terms of legendary voice actors. Yeah. And not having that, like, I think is, is something that's potentially hurtful because you kind of lose that range. Yeah. Well, back on, um, like, if well, we just focus more... it's also not for us, too. Yeah. Focus more on the old series. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, that's true. It's, it's just, it's right here. It's yeah. right yeah. there. Um, but uh, something that I did love about the old series is that these girls were, like, they were all on the same team and they all fought for the same purpose and had the same values, but they were also three very different characters and they yeah. made sure to remind you about that, like, at every turn. Oh, yeah. And well, there's, it's like, it's, I've forgotten how many episodes were sort of two against one, almost, because, yeah. like, the paste one, um, yeah. it's oh, like, God. yeah, it's, bub- it's Buttercup uh, against, um, the paste kid, yeah, against the paste kid, and it's just about, like, because she was bullying him and everything, yeah, that was and then, such a fucked like, up episode, yeah, and she was wrong, she had to learn that she was being a jerk, she just jumped in on, like, a mass hate, it's like, like one Donald Trump kid that's just yeah. fucking picking on the paste kid and everybody else just jumps yeah. in, including Buttercup. Well, and oh, I felt bad for that kid. I love the lesson of that episode, <laughs> though, clue. because that lesson wasn't um, like you should rise above the haters and mm-hmm. like, you know, you shouldn't rise above the haters because you might kill people or destroy a town. That's not that's not the message to be taken away from that. The mm-hmm. message was um, don't bully other people until they become a monster. Because, like, that's the sort of power that you as a kid has. You can turn people into something awful if you're just not kind and considerate and compassionate. Mm -hmm. And that's what, not Bubbles, uh, Buttercup. Buttercup Buttercup had to learn that. I don't, see, re-watching that, and, like, that was one of the ones that I, like, wanted to talk about. Because I remember watching it, and I'm like, I don't feel like Buttercup learned anything. It feels like she got forced into apologizing. Like a kid does when they don't understand it completely. Yeah. But then, I mean, that you find her development over the rest of the series, too. Yeah. Yeah, well, shows that, but. another storyline that I really liked 
starred Buttercup, and it was uh, when she fell in love with <laughs> the leader of the gangrene gang. Yeah, that was one that re- that was Aww. one of the first ones that just blew me away. Just like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. I related so hard <laughs> to Bubbles so much, just because like yeah. I know what it's like to have such a, a crush on somebody who like would take it's advantage of asshole. you and is using you. It's oh, terrible. And right. you know, like the lesson at the end of that isn't like don't fall for her for an awful guy. It was get revenge from that fucking asshole. <laughs> there's so <laughs> many weird. Can. There's so many weird themes rewatching this <laughs> yeah. entire first season. Yeah, where it's just like such a weird thing that they're teaching kids about. And did they really teach the right like, thing yeah. at the end of it? Where it's just like, oh, you learn this lesson of just like go for a nice guy and not this douchebag. It's just yeah. like. Oh, you're gonna fall for a douchebag, but like figure out how to get back at him. Yeah. And just, or maybe oh. I mean the lesson wasn't really strongly there, and this is kind of a stretch, but maybe the lesson was you should uh, rely more on your family, mm-hmm. like m- more on people you know will be there for you, yeah. and who you can depend on, than some fucking dick yeah. <laughs> that just comes walking along. Well, that's the oh. other thing we can talk about. Do you think that Powerpuff was trying to teach like the morals and what you should be doing in those situations, or preparing people for situations they might come into? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, I mean... I, I think he... I think they kept like the more adult aspect of it. Like I think huh. the viewpoint is like more adult. Like It's just like... Because, yeah, it would be like, you know... Don't, don't like just fall for a nice guy. But this mm-hmm. is like no. The reality of it is we all have terrible people that we like, un, mm-hmm. like uncontrollable outside of ourselves. And so it's just like just learn to deal with it and like mm-hmm. figure out what you're gonna do after it falls apart. Yeah, yeah. learn when you're being taken advantage of yeah. by an asshole because like <laughs> yeah. sometimes you just might find yourself in that situation. I feel like that's what it is. It's that's a good lesson. <laughs> to, no, but I mean like trying to prepare people, like showing you what the like script is for yeah. like that this can happen to you and that like the seducer thing too yeah where it's just like your dad could you know find somebody and you know he wants to find somebody to feel good but sometimes they're an evil monster <laughs> try and destroy you and your sister yeah. yeah well i'm just like something just popped in my head was uh the it's just a joke that louis ck makes where he basically says like um Kids are just little adults, mm-hmm. and that's what you need. Like, we're kids are going to become adults. They'll be adults longer than they are kids, and I think that might be what separates '90s cartoons from other everything else. Mm-hmm. Is that I think the animators and storytellers were sort of talking to you as like a kid, but keeping in mind you're going to be an adult some t- someday. Uh-huh. And I think that might be the disconnect today. Is it's just talking to you as you are, where you are now, in your language, which is cool and fine, but it doesn't. It doesn't offer anything outside of that realm to kind of come back to. Yeah. It and feels more like they're talking down to you instead yeah. of just talking to you, but with the playful lens of a kid. Yeah. The, yeah. the difference is, like, yeah, we're talking to you like, eh, you just have to worry about this stuff as a kid. Like, just focus on that. And this is talking to you like, there are stuff that's going to go bad and stuff mm-hmm. that's a, a, adult problems that you're going to have to deal with, but in a kid's voice. That's yeah. how yeah. they were discussing it. Uh, hmm. Some of those... How, like, there's some points in the show where that doesn't happen exactly. Oh, well, yeah. And you have to deal with the fact that it came out in the yeah. 90s where yeah. political correctness was not at the level that it is today. There's, yeah. There was one episode. <laughs> what are you thinking about? I wish I could remember um, which, what, which one it was, but it was uh, a clown was taking color from Oh, God, everything. the oh. mime? Yeah. Uh, oh, that's my, like, my favorite episode because yeah. it ends with the cool song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, like, things become horrifying for Bubbles. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. her sisters are more or less dead. The whole town is gone, and she's desperately trying, hopelessly trying, to bring everybody back with her crayons. Mm-hmm. And that should have been a lesson in um, maybe just kind of hopelessness, I guess. But no, it, it ends magically by her playing a song. <laughs> but then, no explanation. But it also, like, ends with that... And then the mime is returned to the yeah. rainbow cloud, and <laughs> yeah. then they beat the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many of those episodes where it's just, like, I'm surprised at how horrific some of them get. Oh. Where, like, just 
Him in general is one of the oh. most terrifying characters I've ever oh, found. Let's talk yeah. about and him. I've only realized it since re-watching the series. Yeah. I think it's, that's the same for everyone. Everybody is collectively coming together and realizing him is horrifying. Yeah. No, the one episode where he goes into Bubbles' dreams, his first yeah. episode. Oh my god. And the <laughs> whole like with the like octopus. Yeah. And then the next episode that he's in in season one is where he turns everybody into in Townsville to hate the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. It, he is their biggest nemesis above Mojo. I feel we like above Mojo. Yeah. Like traditionally, Mojo's their biggest nemesis because he's their brother, essentially. Yeah. But him is just pure evil. And just <laughs> counter to like everything nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Him, there's. It's just unsettling. Yeah. Like I can't even remember what the mindset was that I had when I was watching it as a kid. Because now watching it, I'm just like, holy shit! I'm I'm a 30 year old man. And I'm terrified yeah. by what I'm watching on the screen. That voice is ridiculously horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> just, I don't know how, but I feel like they were able to find like every sort of horrifying thing, insecurities yeah. that everyone had about themselves and put it into him. It felt yeah. like Buffalo Bill as a character <laughs> yeah. on Powerpuff Girls. But somehow worse. With the voice, too. <laughs> yeah. Just like, oh, we're coming. Oh, God. And, like, just stuff that was never brought attention, but, like, his feminine dress. Yeah. And everything, like, the, the fishnets and the high mm-hmm. heels and the, the, the tutu skirt. Like They never, like, explained never, yeah. It felt Rocky Horror yeah. for, like, the look yeah. to him. And just Buffalo Bill for, like, the sociopath that's inside. <laughs> and he was able to, like, turn the girls against each other. Against each other and... It's just mind games. Yeah. He was, like, one of the worst all, mind games. He's yeah. a psychological villain. And that was... I think what was most terrifying about him. Yeah. Because it's not something you see. Like, you don't see, like, Inspector Gadget having to deal with Dr. Claw's mind games. Yeah. (laughs) Especially with the girls, too. They're they're very much like... They're Superman. Yeah. They come in and see, like, a problem and beat it up. Mm -hmm. This one is all, like, pulling strings and just driving them against each other. And he's playing on the fears of little girls. Yeah. Like, not just, like, everybody's fears, but just, like, of them specifically. Yeah. And it's so, man. It's terrifying. Good job, guys. Yeah. You made a really terrifying villain. Great work that we didn't notice yeah. as children. <laughs> and now rewatching I'm it. Terrifying. Like, I, like, I would show my kids Powerpuff Girls whenever that happens, kid-wise. <laughs> but I would not show uh, him. That's a until... note for any women listeners. Yeah, I'm painfully single, everybody. And Thank he you. wants kids. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to take care of myself and then a significant other <laughs> and then children, which I can show the power of girls. But he is but doing he... all right at taking care of himself, ladies. Yeah, so many toys around here. Long-term planning. Yeah, if you ladies want to invest in Lego sets. <laughs> Every episode, we'll, we'll do another pitch for you. <laughs> yeah, just John's sad single life. <laughs> uh, but jumping off of that sad subject, mm-hmm. um, do you guys feel like it holds up? Uh, the show? Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. definitely holds up. It, there's so much replay value, and I think yeah. kids now can still watch it and love it. Would you show it to your kids? Yeah. I would, yeah. yeah. Hypothetical? I don't, I don't think there's anything like questionable about it it's mm-hmm. just it's it's much slower than today yeah um yeah, that's, that's something that's like you can tell like yeah. it's a different tone and a different like feel of how they're like doing the storytelling that's mm-hmm. that's the only difference between now and then it's just i would hope that my kids would like it because yeah. I'd, sh- I'd show it to them i think it holds up because mm-hmm. um, i mean the cool thing is is it has the action yeah, and I think the humor for it is a little bit more uh universal mm-hmm. and then we have stuff like him like crazy ass stuff that isn't like necessarily like needs storytelling of the time to like help tell it it's yeah. just crazy yeah. it's no, more the, like universal situations mm-hmm. yeah that's what I was going to say the like the plots and stuff like they could take place any time yeah. literally any time any place yeah. and they still kind of hold up um, well, in the reboot too, like they haven't changed much. Like, yeah. it, it seems like they got they gave him like a, a new color palette, like some new designs. But the only substantial thing that I noticed that changed is now that their phone is a cell phone. 
Yeah. yeah. Like, that's the only real thing you need to change from it because... <laughs> Just updated the technology. Yeah. Because the fact that it looks all 50s, it's already dated in the 90s. So yeah. you can keep that. So they were smart about that, mm-hmm. that it wasn't necessarily needed to look futuristic or li- even look present day. So that mm-hmm. was a smart move. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it still holds up. What about the episode that you wanted to talk about? You, because we were talking about episodes that we wanted to talk about, I think we should dive into those, even though yeah. we sort of touched yeah, yeah. on them. You um, wanted to talk about Rowdy Rough Boys, Oh, the right? Rowdy Rough Boys. That one was a fun one. Oh, that was so um, good. Oh, what are their names again? Um, I can look it up. Yeah. yeah. Talk about other stuff. We have all the answers uh, on our phones. <laughs> Cell phones, not, you know, 50s phones. But that's also, like, um, I think the Rowdy Rough Boys one is probably, like, the one that's most their mission statement yeah because like, i mean it is this is coming out in like the height or like post girl power yeah so you definitely have that to sort of contend with and this is like their real like girl power episode mm-hmm. when you have like it's also it's always fun to see um characters go against like the dark double mm-hmm. like the, the opposite number the doppelgangers yeah. yeah and so to also have like the added thing of like the gender swap yeah and see how it hand, handles it it's a little dated with the fact that <laughs> But I mean, it's I mean, it's still kind of universal. Yeah, boys, no matter what, are still gonna think girls are slimy for a little bit longer. Like yeah. that's not gonna change with technology. And so, like how they're ultimately defeated um, is funny. And that was something that was cool. Like using their feminine wiles. <laughs> yeah, feminine wiles to stop boys, and then it, they just exploded. Um, but I like that sometimes they didn't have to fight with uh, mm-hmm. with like like fighting. Brick, Boomer, and Butch. Brick, Boomer, and Butch. <laughs> yeah, um, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so. And what were they made of again? Snakes. S- uh, snip snails and puppy dog tails. Oh, God. Snip snails and puppy dog tails. That's, I just love their logic for the uh, entire show. No, but for me, like, uh, as a little girl, that uh, was what little boys. If we were made of sugar spice and everything nice, boys were totally made of snip snails and puppy dog tails. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's the... what we were created by. <laughs> um, I still, that's probably the most memorable episode that I remember yeah. from when I was a kid. Just seeing, like, the opposites and them go against yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that one always stuck with me. Yeah. That was always good. Another one that stuck with me as a kid, I didn't remember anything about it. I'm struggling to remember anything that much about it now, but mm-hmm. it was a similarly kind of gender-swapped episode that happened earlier in the season. The one where the gang members put on the costumes that were just inside of the jail? It's these big hulking men that are hairy, and they're wearing these huge heads. Mascot heads. (laughs) And everybody just accepted it. And as a kid, like I understood that humor. I got that comedy. It was very funny to me. I thought that was hilarious, too. I love that, like, when you just have it's it's like improv when you just yeah. have to have the accepted rules of the thing or just like well, obviously it's ridiculous but everyone's like on board and everyone's oh, yeah. on the same yeah. page it's just like these are the Powerpuff Girls we I see them that's just Blossom Bubbles uh, crazy like, deep yeah. gruff voices with like a New York accent wow. like <laughs> uh, the guy who's uh Blossom had like his facial hair yeah. like sticking yeah. yeah. out and all of them had armpit hair <laughs> it's, also just like the masculine like the, the idea of masculinity at the time yeah. is uh, also fun to go back to. It, like seeing them in costume, there reminded me of like the Venture Brothers, yeah. like villains. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. felt very Venture Brother villainy. Um, but like going back and rewatching, I'm I remember seeing that episode. I'm like, oh, these are the Rowdy Rough Boys that I was remembering. <laughs> yeah, it was not the Rowdy I Rough was, Boys. <laughs> I was confused because I thought like I was waiting for the Rowdy Rough Boys, and I'm like, wait, no, this isn't right. <laughs> Different. Something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Something is wrong here. My childhood memory is deceiving. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, they just made a very similar episode, but not of their, like, exact doppelgangers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but back to so the Rowdy weird. Rough Boys, I did... I love that they were playing, like, right against each other, and yeah. they were the same, but... And the girls, like... The girls were on their level of being just as annoyed and yeah. angry. <laughs> and um, it was like, yeah, there were boys and there were girls, but they weren't weaker than each other. Yeah. And I like that. I yeah. like equality. They were evenly matched. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. well, how they they just sort of got the jump on them, right? That was how they defeat them. Yeah. In the first half. Mm-hmm. I also like that they didn't make them have like a romantic thing with it, well, except for like the feminine wiles. Yeah, but that's also like for play. Like, yeah. Miss Bellum uh, teaches them. 
which oh. is not a good message. No, it's not. <laughs> let's, uh, let's in get retrospect, that clear. <laughs> <yeah>. uh, <laughs> well, we've talked like, about there are problems with messages throughout this entire first yeah, season. Yeah. But also, I mean, it's it's just nice because a lot of times there is, is an inclination when uh, girls are like this, they're like the peppermint patty mentality of just like cutting off romantic uh, mm-hmm. ideas like entirely. If mm-hmm. they are like doing what boys do and being all action-y, then they won't be like, it's just, they're all, they'll all be buttercup and mm-hmm. just have nothing. And so it's like, yeah, it's dated. It's clearly like 90s sexism, but it's also yeah. nice to, it's pr- problematic for sure, but it's also mm-hmm. nice like, you know, it's, it's, they're giving them both sides of the thing. They're allowing them to be girly girls and allowing them to be as tough as the boys. Yeah, and that's something that the show did great throughout the whole show is that mm-hmm. the, they were girls that were girls that also happened to be superheroes. Yeah. Um, that still not on board with. The, the using your feminine wiles. <laughs> but we can argue about that all day. <laughs> Listen, it's still my weakness. I just, I have realized that over the years. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it could also, yeah, it's just the, the weakness of men. Yeah. It's just understanding. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> Everything just got really awkward. I feel like Nicole's getting very hostile. <laughs> yeah, I'm not using my feminine wiles right now. Yeah, she I'm is using looking... my feminine anger. Yeah, she is gonna punch the shit out of us. <laughs> um, I don't know. The that seduce episode keeps coming back to me with how just fucked up it was. Yeah. It's just like I wanted so much for the professor to find happiness and then yeah. how evil she turned out and to be. And how much she manipulated him. Yeah. And like that's that is a real thing if you yeah. take away the superpowers and everything like Yeah. That's a sad like abusive relationship that mm-hmm. the professor found himself in and the girls mm-hmm. like desperately wanted him to see. Yeah. Just like the episode with Buttercup with the gangrene yeah. leader. Yeah. So it's just it's real situations, just like with an overlay of, uh, you know, cool superpowers. Yeah. Well, because everyone's so supportive, yeah. too. Like, they, they just want, they want the professor to be happy. And it's just like, well, well, they, like, allow for way more shit to happen to them than mm-hmm. they otherwise normally would because they love the professor. Yeah. And similar with Buttercup. They're just like, well, we'll no, let this go much farther than it should. Because we love Buttercup. Just like the final episode with the professor being overly protective. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's something I want to talk about. Yeah, that yeah. was... Oh, that was a good, like... Sh- I feel like we hit on something with this show just showing you situations that will happen to you at some yeah. point. Yeah. And not giving you necessarily what the best way to solve it is. Because <laughs> it was all about, like, oh, your dad's going to be overprotective. Yeah. <laughs> to an insane point where everybody could die. It's like... <laughs> I mean, the professor, sir, sure, he created these girls in a lab. He's yeah. not a traditional father by any means, but... They're also you know, all he has. Yeah, they're all he has. They're very, they're his daughters. Mm-hmm. And then again, he threw away JoJo. <laughs> he was a monkey. Yeah. I do remember a monkey. And just, what the fuck, man? That was yeah, that's kid before. really good stuff. Uh, yeah, you feel bad from the professor up until you realize that he threw away his pet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's. After he there's mutated. Cracks. There's cracks in the image of Professor Utonio. Yeah. What's funny is he looks, he looks like. Uh, old Dexter in the original, mm-hmm. yeah. like the whoopass girls, uh-huh. like it looks like balding old Dexter, and like <laughs> no, they definitely like gave Jay- him an upgrade in yeah. the show. Because <laughs> oh he's handsome now. Oh yeah, he looks like John. It looks like John Hampshire playing. Oh yeah, him. he will. Yeah, he oh, will. Good. <laughs> I mean, um, it's not to get weird, but yeah, no. Uh, Professor Utonium is a dad. Oh, <laughs> yeah. John Ham is a dashing son of a bitch. Yeah, and he could play Professor. I can see that. Uh, but yeah, just how overprotective he was with just I forgot about I forgot all about that episode. Yeah. And yeah. I was just so blown away with just him building all this extra stuff. I'm just like, oh my god, how crazy did you get with this? And it's a real like thing. Like yeah. um sure he knows that his daughters, that his girls are well within their ability to take care of monsters and, like, scary situations. But he also, he doesn't know that. He doesn't know if there's something out there that can destroy his girls. And he wants to do everything in his power to make sure that they're going to be okay. What every dad would, except for the shitty ones. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But also, like, it just shows, like, the world is just... Everyone besides the Powerpuff Girls are just so easily, like, prone to group mentality. Yeah. It's like all the other parents were freaking out, and then he just, like, joined in, my babies, my babies! 
babies. <laughs> it's just like also that joke too of just like you see it with the mayor all the time, just like mm-hmm. completely lapse in logic and just like go with the mob. Just like what's happening? <laughs> like at this point, this is the season finale, Professor. You're yeah. telling me you know they can handle each other, yeah. and this is like a blow. F- like the the creature at its normal height is smaller than the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and it's then that he's horrified of it. Yeah. Like it's the, when it's so small. The oh, least God. threatening villain they go up against the whole season is the one Professor Utonium has the biggest freak out about. Yeah. <laughs> and is that the first one that Professor Utonium um, like, actually sees? I'm not Ooh, sure. That's hmm. a point I don't know. to be made. Yeah. Maybe he just is like he hasn't seen it. Yeah, he hasn't seen what they go up against. He just, just like, hears about it when they get home. Yeah, just like, I mean, I know that growing up, whenever I got in a fight with my dad and he told me, like, I can't handle a situation, I'm always like, you don't know me, dad. <laughs> you don't know my life. You don't know what I do. So, sorry, dad. I Listen, understand you now. <laughs> let's talk it out. <laughs> you really need to get over this, and we Family need to talk about it. Yeah. With your problems. This has all been a ruse to get in the Is the my room. dad here? This is an intervention. Come on out of that closet. <laughs> um, I mean, you're still finding your format. Maybe that could be something like it will be. 15 minutes. Like, okay, so what intervention ambush? traumas were brought back to the surface by going back to these cartoons? Oh, my God. Yeah. Next week on Angry Beavers. <laughs> oh. Me and my sister hating each other. Perfect. We're changing the name to TB Trauma. It's yeah. going to be great. It's going to be so good, guys. Keep the initials. That's good. Yeah, it's perfect. We've spent so much money on this already. Uh, that being said, zero money. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No. Oh, my God. There's so many other things that, like, randomly popped up this watching this first season. Like, I love the episode where uh, the... was it, it was the gangrene gang was prank calling all of the, like... Uh, like things that were going wrong in the town. Yeah. And then I love the Powerpuff Girls going and breaking into every lair for every bad guy <laughs> on their day off. Yeah. Just <laughs> seeing the bad guys, like Mojo just sitting around, just like, what do you guys want? Yeah. Uh, and him. Oh, God. <laughs> and seeing him, too. Yeah. It's like the 60s Batman yeah. style of villainy where they seem to all take turns. Yeah. Like, you kind of assume they get together every month and yeah. like form their schedule. Yeah. Like, all right, Monday, Mojo Jojo. Oh, that's Tuesday, not good for me, though. Okay, well, then <laughs> let's reschedule. We'll go Monday. Um, him, can you stay on Wednesdays? Like, I know you wanted to get out of that. Uh, I'll pull a double. It's okay, fine. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll I'll pull a double. Tw- That's fine. Yeah, so just twi- <laughs> two days in a row, you'll just have to go up against them. Can you, can you come up with two ideas? Okay. He's I'll like, why something. don't we work together? Because we've got things to do. <laughs> and that is a season three. Yeah. 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 It yeah. happens eventually. Yeah, we, we will figure it out eventually, but <laughs> not right now. Yeah, no, no, we no, need no, to no. ease into things. Yes, yeah, that's when we, the movie deal happens. Yes. yes. <laughs> when Bubbles gets married. Yeah. <laughs> and Buttercup's going to have a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's when they would need to come out of retirement, some of us, yeah. and have the big team up. Oh, my God. Speaking of that, with Mojo's backstory, just there was no transition there. <laughs> just bringing it up. Speaking of that, nothing. Speaking of something completely different, um, <laughs> Mojo's backstory was one of the most just like, that was such a sad episode. Yeah. And just, oh, my and, God. And, like, it doesn't end happy. No, it does not. No, like, things are still the same. Uh, we just know why Mojo's sad now. Yeah, Mojo's still a villain. Yeah. Uh Oh, God, that was just such a painful episode. And now I'm looking at that uh, game box that's over there in the corner, and it looks like Mojo's head. Uh, the purple um, one. For the viewer, I mean listeners, the listeners. Uh, who can't see this, no. there's a game box in the corner that looks like Mojo's head. Yeah. Mojo's head. It looks like a, it's like a clear bubble. It <laughs> like, looks like it's containing a bunch of brains um, in a monkey. I hope this stays in. Yeah, no, this will be great. I'm not <laughs> editing this out. Um, it's about using audio to create a visual picture in your mind. Pretty much. So now people can imagine that. We're scene painting. Yeah, Guys, exactly. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Listeners uh, and now viewers. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think I always liked Mojo best because I was a, such a big fan of uh, Monkey from Dexter's yeah. Lab. I just loved Dial M for Monkey so much to the point where I had the ringtone for a good long time. Uh, I just love that theme song so much, guys. It was well, so that good. was my favorite because I watched the the teen the reboot uh, mm. crossover with the Teen Titans, and um, really, yeah, and it's so funny because Mojo's the villain of it, 
and he, and it's like it ends up like the Powerpuff Girls and Teen Titans like have to fight against each other because uh-huh. Mojo travels to the Teen Titans world and appears, and it's Cyborg and Beast Boy. And they just like are enamored with the fact that it's a talking monkey. Mm-hmm. And don't <laughs> oh, I remember that the ethical things because he just is like uh, Mojo assumes that on that world all superheroes are villains, mm-hmm. but they are just like uh, talking super genius monkey wants to make a monkey army. Uh, hell yeah, we'll help you with that. <laughs> and just like walk out chanting monkey, army, <laughs> monkey army. And it's just, uh, yeah, there's something about Mojo Jojo that's just like, you don't care that he's a villain, because you kind of don't take it seriously. Yeah, yeah. No. He's not going to stop the Powerpuff Girls. He's just hilarious. He's Which George again, Costanza yeah. as, a, as a super villain. <laughs> Pretty much. It's sad. Uh, he just wants people to take his autonomy seriously. Yeah. And, oh, God, that cat, too. I remember the episode with the cat oh, yeah. that was really the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. Stuff <laughs> like that was cool. And I, also, like, I love the Boogeyman one. That was so creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Just him blocking out the sun. <laughs> Star Wars reference, too. Yeah. But also, like, the fact that he's the boogeyman and it's dancing. Like, that's just yeah. all he wants to do is party. <laughs> <laughs> and just so many other people came out, too. Oh, and the Roach episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. It gets creepy for, like, not looking, mm-hmm. like, for looking, like, boxy 50s animation like it was able to get like super creepy and like you kind of feel it no it was definitely under your skin Mm -hmm. oh god yeah Um, it was tough but Um, out of all the villains I found myself rooting for Mojo Jojo more than yeah I I just wanted him to win once because you know what he deserves it I just wanted him to be good yeah (laughs) that too just like get it I feel like if all of them embraced him and just gave him a hug, yeah. he would forget about it and become a superhero. <laughs> Probably. I just It felt like he's just like, can I come back home? Because yeah. I was living there and I just got shoved out. <laughs> uh, I feel like he would be good. As yeah. opposed to like everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then like it ends with him going like catatonic. Like, I made the pop of gross. I made the... Or is that the same episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. I made them. I made them. (laughs) He's like, wow, that's emotionally disturbing. Yeah, (laughs) no, it's just he realizes his worst fear. Uh, and I sort of felt bad for Fuzzy at the beginning, too. Yeah. Of just Fuzzy Lumpkin just wanting to be on his own. Yeah. Yeah. Just hating everybody else. Just being. (laughs) A recluse. Well, most they they definitely like lean into the fact that most of their villains are like misunderstood and just want something greater than just like anarchy. Like it seems like him and maybe Shadusa are probably Mm -hmm. like the two um, like villains who are like evil for evil's sake. Everybody else is just like. Yeah, it's just like the role we fill, and it's like mm-hmm. no greater philosophical thing that we want to make. Or they're like angry about something and lashing out. Yeah. yeah. Also, oh god, that episode where Mojo turned everybody into dogs. Yeah. The first weird. episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's his first plan. It's just so weird to see that. No, and there's still a dog like that can speak roaming the city. Yeah. Right? That comes back every now and then. Yeah. I love that. I love that little that little thing. Well, what's the show? What did the show do back then that isn't happening now? Do you think, or is there like, anything that it did do that is different than what's happening nowadays? I mean, if you don't look at the reboot of Powerpuff Girls, yeah, my, without looking at that, my biggest uh, concern, although some shows are able to, um, is there isn't really a female like centered. Show You mm-hmm. can say Steven Universe, but even the titular character of that show is mm-hmm. a little boy. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I would say that there's not that many um, shows that are focused on, like, growing up as a little girl anymore. Yeah, DC is trying with their new, uh, like, superhero, like, female superhero yeah. high school show. Yeah, but I, like, yeah, no, before that's... high school, like, yeah, go no. smaller. Um, like... Adventure Time is great for little boys yeah. who like are weird and wild and a little spastic. And Steven Universe, like it has, it's the o- the only characters in that show that are male are Steven and his dad. Mm-hmm. But still, I just want like a little girl focused show. So you know, like me, little girls can grow up and be yeah. like, yeah, I'm badass, but I'm still me and yeah. still like playing with dolls sometimes. Yeah. 
There isn't that much nowadays. I think it's the power of girls. Yeah, the current power of girls. Maybe that's why they brought that's them back. That's why they brought that it could, back. That could be it. Yeah. You, I mean, yeah, you have the fact that it's established property, but also filling in a hole. Because, yeah, all of Cartoon Network's... Which is sad. Well, yeah, like Adventure Time, Regular Show, Steven mm-hmm. Universe. Which, yeah, Steven Universe is something... But yeah, it's still it still has the problem of the fact that it's centered on a little boy. Yeah, like that's the thing is, is you can write to your blue in the face just talking about like Steven Universe is such so good for LGBT. It's diverse. Uh, it's inclusive. Yeah. It's great. And don't get me wrong, but I'm not hating yeah. Steven Universe. I love that show. But, but it's still a little white boy. It's, <laughs> it's still yeah. a little white boy at the center of it. And it still boils down to a problem with the studios, too. Because, I mean, with... Yeah, that's what I think. Because Steven Universe also, the, the upside of it is it's one of the only... And, and also something that even Powerpuff Girls can't say is it's a, created, a show created by a female. Yeah. Like, that's what's, I think that's what separates Steven Universe from even Powerpuff Girls. Mm-hmm. Is the fact that it's a, uh, a woman whose vision is being put on the screen. Because yeah. it is still... Craig McCracken's, and even now I think the reboot's held by two men, and so there's female writers, yeah, but the, the producers, um, like the people steering the ship, are still guys. Yeah, and so that's sort of the it's other end problem. of it is without little girls, it starring in the cartoons, you won't get little girls making the cartoons. Yeah, and then when you have other cartoons that little girls are getting into, like Young Justice. You have the company just shut it down. Yeah. That was the yeah. big thing about it. It's just like, okay, girls are watching it more than boys. That's a problem because girls I, don't buy toys. The, Fuck that. I loved toys. Yes. I, I, I would make yeah. better toys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's the fact that they're not buying the stuff that they've already invested their money into. They're buying other stuff that they haven't invested into. It's like, oh, well, yeah. we didn't have the foresight to think of what they wanted. So we're, like, they messed up. I was at Target the other day and I was, I was going through the aisles trying to find Legos because I'm an adult man. Uh, and I was ladies. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and I walked through the girls' aisle to try and find. Um, I don't know what I was trying to find. I was trying to find something that was like superhero based, uh, but it wasn't in the boys' sections because that's how Target is. Uh, and I went through there, and I'm looking at all of the toys that girls have, and they're all just. Ordering dolls that don't have any articulation yeah. can only move like a robot. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, why not just diversify and make like a better toy yeah. that people would buy? Like, I mean, I girls, would buy. There's like, nothing wrong with those toys, but just give more options. Yeah. And same with television. So yeah. Powerpuff Girls is filling a need, the reboot. Yeah. But there's still a bigger need. Yeah. Well, I think it's just. There's money. I think that's uh, is we could talk about the philosophy. It's just the money. If you have one product that you can sell to two people, yeah, then that it's worse. Like so, if they have something that's gender neutral, you're selling that one product to everybody. Or you can have two products, yeah. and like and like try and make double the money with that. Like I the, mean, it's it's just shitty. Why why is a boy more gender neutral than a girl? Oh, that's another debate. Yeah. I wasn't talking about that. I wasn't <laughs> trying to get it. I wasn't trying to bring up that. I was Listen, just saying. you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's... I, I no, hope I, things I'm are not, changing. Yeah. I hope that the fact that Powerpuff Girls is back is going to make people realize, oh, wait, this works. Let's start funding some new shows. Well, I mean, are... that's the other thing we can all do, too, is yeah. to just... I mean, we're the people who grew up with this stuff. And, I mean, you guys are, too. Um, So we need to start making the changes and just be more cognizant of it. I didn't mean to end our first episode on a soapbox. Oh, we're not done yet. (laughs) (laughs) We have a couple more minutes of stuff. Uh, I was going to ask something that we talked about earlier. uh, Adapting one of the possible things that we're supposed to talk about in here is adapting this into different mediums. Um... And we brought up live action with sexy John Hamm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, what do you think about a live action Powerpuff adaptation? Because they're doing I mean, that nowadays. Yeah, I don't. I I kind of feel like I I don't think the Powerpuff Girls are necessarily live action. Yeah, they're not really meant to be live action. Which I mean, you can say that for actually most most cartoons. But, but I mean, but I mean, the, who like do you the think physical. They pull it off. I don't. 
So yeah, like, I don't know because I don't know. I don't know Nick Stars or anything like that. I don't know. Well, who don't go with no, Nick no, Stars. No, no, but no. Imagine but I mean, cast like anybody. Transformers was rebooted into yeah. starring Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, but it's just like I don't know. Yeah, guys, we're gonna have a Tetris movie. Nothing. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, a Tetris um, trilogy. I yeah, put that out there. I mean, I, I th- you know who I think could direct it. I think that. Uh, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright would be perfect. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, if any, especially I was rewatching Scott Pilgrim last night. They could totally pull off the look of, yeah, like the feel of it. Yeah. Um, but it's just a matter of like who you would cast and like what age you would cast them at too. Definitely cast little girls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you make fail- them age appropriate, but super awesome still. Yeah. You f- I mean, we failed at a Astro Boy movie. Yeah. That was a stupid idea. We failed at Speed Racer. We failed at Gem and the Holograms. Oh, God. So That's... badly at that one, too. <laughs> those are those those two movies individually were bad for completely different reasons. Yeah. Speed Racer was impossible to watch. You know it's what? insane. I watched it for the first time like two weeks ago because Hector Navarro, it's ah, one of his favorite movies. That's true. I remember that. And I finally watched it and it's not that bad of a movie. It's just sort of every... Like, the, I, I, I haven't heard like anything about the story or anything, but it's just like, what the... Oh, it's, it's, it's just, so it's much sensory Im- Yeah, sensory that's what it is. It's, it's It feels the, like a seizure. Like yeah. you're watching a seizure. It's live like action anime hours. and you realize why anime is animation to begin yeah. with because it's insane. So, so if we, I, we're probably not ready for a live action no, reboot of Powerpuff not. Girls. I don't know if we ever will be, but we're at least a decade away from yeah. that being something. I that feel like accept. Andy Serkis and mocap would be better. Well, Andy I, think, Serkis, I, think I want him mo- as Mojo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That I will. I'm on board with that. Okay, that'd be great. But Andy I think Serkis I think mocap more like than like little girls mm-hmm. in like. Colored suits and colored contact lenses. Yeah. Like I think, because there's something about because they obviously don't even look like the kids in their world. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And so that's sort of the problem I run up against is like they kind of just don't look human, even by the human standards of their own world. That's true. And so yeah, that that sort of hinders its live action thing. But yeah, maybe mocap and have the uncanny valley of giant girls with with giant heads, and giant eyes. Mm. Which might be upsetting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Upsetting. It would make a great video game. Yeah. Yeah. Just, oh man. Okay, so, so that's the other medium. Not movies, a video game. Mm-hmm. A video game would be fun. Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Especially right. nowadays. That, Cartoon Network. Listen yeah. to us and pay us for these ideas. Hey, <laughs> friends of ours that we know for Cartoon Network are working on this property. Who do you think I'm talking to? Uh, we'll drop names. <laughs> uh, let's just text people right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, great idea. Uh, we'll tell you after we sign paperwork. Yeah, and also listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll get right on board. <laughs> Those are your two options. Either we tell you up front after you sign the paperwork or listen to our podcast. Yeah, or but, I mean, buy us out. <laughs> even though we didn't kind of come to any conclusion about a live action, I think so far our two casting choices are like on point. Oh, yeah. yeah. Andy Serkis as Mojo Jojo, and John Hamm as Professor Utonium. Those are like, they can't be anybody else. Oh, yeah. So yeah. we're casting. We're just, it still needs more development. Who would be uh, the mayor? Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, God. I was just thinking of J.K. Simmons. That was, I was thinking either <laughs> him or Haley or Jackie. Neither of them yeah. could pull off the, the no. mayor. No, and they, they can't play the mayor as a goofy guy. They have to play him straight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's my God. Oh, It'd be so weird. Maybe it just be, would be a gritty reboot like a Zack Snyder. Maybe that's no, the way. No, you shut your mouth. They have hurt me so much. Oh, I can. Let's. Uh, half my, you know my podcast this summer has evolved into bashing Zack Snyder. Uh, my life has turned into that. Anybody I talk to. Uh, what about. Let's. Uh, let's get Gary Oldman to play uh, the mayor. Oh, to I play think, Bubbles? I mean, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. No. Yeah. I agree 100% you know what? Gary he's, Oldman. He's so good, he <laughs> could pull it off. He could do it. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. That'd be an interesting <laughs> take. <laughs> I'm just picturing the professional right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be so good. Oh, I always picture him as uh, the villain from Fifth Element. Oh. That's always my go-to look with Gary <laughs> so I, I just hair. thought of somebody that to, hair, to yeah. cast as at least one of them. Maybe as um, Bubbles. No, not Bubbles. But uh, the girl that plays Eleven in Stranger Things. She could totally be one of the powerful girls. She All could. Right. She probably is. Yeah. <laughs> She's got mental abilities. She, she might be able to fly eventually, too. She can make other people fly. Uh, Spoiler alert. 
Sorry. What was the secretary's name? The Ms. Bellum. Bellum. Yes. Uh, Christina Hendricks. Obviously. For her. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> she's cartoonish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like. She's Jessica Rabbit. Isn't yeah. She? yeah. 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 Like, yeah. yeah. Christina Hendricks, like, was built by an animator somehow. Yeah. Like, but... <laughs> or, like, the sexist I mean... professor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know that the character in and of itself is kind of sexist. Yeah. But wouldn't it be more sexist to cast somebody who, based only on looks, to be in that and role? Well, cause I, well no, because I feel like Joan Halloway. Miss... No, Joan we're Halloway. Play, we're in, playing into this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Joan Halloway in Mad Men it has the same exact arc as Miss Bellum, I feel. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. she, she and, and she has to deal with sexism even more so than Miss Bellum has to in the Powerpuff Universe. Yeah. Like, I, I do, like, she like looks more the part and can sexism. play like play it like I she was literally bored to play that role. Well, I Trevor, feel. way to mansplain it to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just did that. Did that no, help? no, I did. did do you get it? Help? No. Oh God! Oh no! I'm gonna hurt somebody. No, but Mad Men. Like I feel like after watching her performance in Mad Men, not only does she look the part, but she can act the part. Basically, her arc is what Miss Bellum would have to go through in the real world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And maybe John Slattery would be the mayor. I could go mm. for that. I, <laughs> oh my god, that'd be hilarious. So, erasing every sexist thing, I, I mean, oh. anti-sexist thing I said so before. John Slattery, I, yes. This has become the cast of Mad Men. Yeah. It's like put... Because we've already got Ham. Oh god. We've got Ham, Hendricks that on too. Slattery. I, that didn't occur to me until you said it. You know who would actually be a good uh, a good mayor? Uh, Jay Peterman from Seth. <laughs> <laughs> Just playing him as himself. Or yes. going, um, I need a coffee. <laughs> going back to Mad Men, who's the oldest guy that was the partner in the firm? Uh, it was Slattery, wasn't it? No, 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 no. no, no. Um, um, he um, had a singing a outro. Seasons. Yeah. Oh, God. It's, um, he was in How to Succeed in Business without what's the, ever what's really the name, trying. What's the name of their, their company? Jim Caviezel. Is it Jim Caviezel? Uh, <laughs> the guy who played Jesus? Jesus Sterling. Uh, Sterling. Well, um, we are on a tangent. Sterling Archer? Sterling no, Archer. Uh, <laughs> Sterling Price. I don't. I don't know. We're on a it's, tangent. Let's guys, you know wrap about up. It. Yeah, we've <laughs> got to wrap up. That's gonna uh, bug. You're the saying shit have them. Have them. Yes. The, okay. Yeah. We'll do that. We we nailed it. The cast of Mad <laughs> <Yeah>. Men. Yes. <laughs> Should Elizabeth, be the cast. Elizabeth Moss. I feel like Peggy Olsen is a good. Uh, like she's a good example of how to make it without sacrificing yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, Listen, great. we're pitching Powder Puff Men. It's yeah. what we're doing. Guys, uh, we're not here to review Mad Men. So, okay. We're final. here to give our final thoughts on Powder Puff Girls. We are. Uh, final question to tie everything together. Sure. Um, at least my final question. Go ahead. I, you guys, um, who would be the character Blossom Butters, uh, Buttercup or Bubbles to fall from? Like, who would be the person to take the spot in the Mad Men opening credits? Oh, uh, be, um, I feel like the professor yeah, would fall. Would be, like the professor. It already looks like. Him. I feel like it's him tripping and falling, and them catching him. Yeah. Again. Okay, so they show up at the end. Yeah. So it yeah. goes from that theme song that we all know into the theme song of Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, it works. <laughs> Uh, I feel like we've taken several steps back for women in this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> in the last five minutes, and I apologize. No, it's all Trevor's fault. That's me. <laughs> It'll be better next episode because I won't be here. <laughs> Would you like to issue a press statement? <laughs> yeah. Um, once the episode comes out, it will be like fully formed. Yeah. My press release will be out in time to coincide with the release. Okay, great. We're going to tag you on this, and it's going to hit you hard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, a t- what a time to be called out for sexist comments on on Facebook and comedy. Listen, just say that you're in character from as one of the writers from the 90s <laughs> of Powerpuff Girls, and you came up with uh, the... Or say that mayors. you're in character as one of the people from Mad Men, because you're very progressive in that yeah, case. just yeah. do it. Yeah. My whole life, I've just basically been Pete. Okay, guys, <laughs> I'm trying to get us back on topic. We have no topic. Which is to end yes. with our final thoughts about Powerpuff Girls. Uh, it's great. It's amazing. Yeah. It still, still holds it. up. Yeah. It was so a great much. message for women at the time. Well, girls at the time. Yeah. And we need more of it. Yeah. We yeah. need more of it, uh, we, which is we, what we're we getting. It, but yeah. we need spinoffs. Yeah. We need, like, that idea. We need more girl-power-focused shows. Please. Yeah. And thank you, Hollywood slash the world slash our friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, everybody we know in the industry yeah. and us in the industry, too. Um, um, so any plugs? Yeah, um, plugs? Yeah, uh, my short, I have no idea when it's going to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, at, 
at the latest um, end of November. Um, just because Nickelodeon right now, their studio is, um, they're like making this really nice big central location right next to their animation studio. Ooh. <clears throat> so they're sort of in this time period where they're finishing that up. Like their screening room to even show the shorts yeah. is not even operational at this point. Mm. And so I don't know if, because I know it's not going to be screened at the studio until the end of November. And mm-hmm. so whether or not it's released before then. Do you want to talk about your podcast? Yeah, let's talk about that. Something that yes. does come out regularly. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> I do a podcast about The Flash called The Podcast of Two Worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, John, as a nerd, if you want to come on, you're wearing your Robin hat. Oh. I feel like I should have extended this immediately. I've got a lot of things to talk about The Flash. We get to, I'd love to have Love you and on. hate things about The Flash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'd have sh- uh, episodes every Wednesday. We talk about the, the TV show or kind of bigger stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And then every Saturday, we talk about Jeff Johns' run on the comic book. Oh, cool. Um, and so, yeah, Wednesday, Saturday, new episodes, Podcast of Two Worlds. We're on Twitter at PO2W underscore Flash. Um, and, yeah, and that's it. All my social media is mm-hmm. at Trevor Copter, and it is to supplement the mm-hmm. podcast. So just go straight to the source. And just yeah. follow at PO2W underscore Flash, and you'll get the gist of everything else. Just do it, guys. <laughs> and you could for- also catch Trevor at Nerdist School doing improv. Sundays. Yeah. On Sundays. And Time team to name? Be TBD. Uh, Biff. <laughs> Biff. Uh, oh, which is a comic theme sort of hey, name. How do, you, yeah. how do you know about that uh, team, Nicole? Oh, well, I happen to be on a team at Nerdist School called Biff. What? Oh my Two God. teams called Biff? No, one there, one <laughs> oh, in the same. Oh, it's the same team. Yes. Oh, my Just God. like Biff team. in Back to the Future. <gasps> But they also, are all played by the same actor. That's, oh, that's what I was okay. trying to get at. Fair enough. <laughs> I've been losing this metaphor that I made. But yeah. But no, it's like Biff, like Biff Bang Pow. It's onomatopoeia, like old school yes, Batman. That's, oh, nice. That's where I got it from. <laughs> that's my hat. Hey. Oh, that's how I know. It all ties together. It does. So follow Trevor on all of his social media. Yeah. Come watch us do improv. Thank you for having me. This was super fun. This is so like, much fun. It's just so much fun talking about these old cartoons. Yeah. And no. I'm excited to listen to this podcast now. You hear do that, friends and family and in again. the industry? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come be on our podcast. Trevor yeah. says it's great. Yeah. Uh, we have extended the invitation to dozens of people. <laughs> and we have things ranging from the TV show Detention, uh, which is Minzwee who yeah. brought that up, uh, all the way up to uh, everything, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Batman the Animated Series. Oh, I have a ton of people that would really love to be on. So. Oh, yeah. Don't no. know why we're talking about it now. Yeah. It's Especially when come, I'm right guys. here. No, it's, <laughs> it's things to come. Uh, you're going to regret it. And we'll have you back for something else, too. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, tune in uh, two weeks yeah. from now when we talk about uh, Angry Beavers. Beavers which this is my first time watching it I love through. that show so much so it's get fun. excited this was it's my fun. pick for the week so yeah. get excited guys uh, and you can find me at Nerdy Batman on Instagram if you want to see food uh, <laughs> pictures of food and license plates usually <laughs> and weird stuff and you can uh, follow me on Twitter at, at Itchy Brained yeah it's a good name yeah it's a good I'm name. proud of it uh, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me again. This You're was awesome. You're our first person. Yay! Yeah, we're bringing you back on number 100. Okay, good. <laughs> after we're yeah, fried. Don't come back. Yeah, after we're then. brain dead and we're replaced. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. And so, the singing podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll just be the new host. Every time there's a new yeah, host, I'll, I'll be in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you are our producer now. <laughs> okay, pretty much. Uh, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, all the best. Yes. Is that our sign-off? It is now. (laughs) Well, great. And I wish we talked about it before. (laughs) Now, this is all our sign-off, too. Hey, everybody, and thanks for listening to TB Tunes. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Uh, Just want to give a quick shout-out to David Kandrowitz for our amazing logo and to Minzwi Karami and Greg Smith of Mudville for our awesome theme song. Uh, If you enjoyed the episode, enjoyed the podcast, please be sure to uh, share it with anybody that you know. Be sure to rate and review us on iTunes and uh, come back every week for a great episode of your favorite 90s cartoons. And thanks again. What's a creative podcast network?